Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thanks for joining us. You're locked into episode 126 of Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We met on social media. We have never laid eyes on each other in real life. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Colin Flynn, and I live in Iowa. And my co-host is... John M. Craig. I have brown eyes, black hair, a well-built body shape. I am five foot seven tall. I don't smoke or drink alcohol. I have tattoos on my body. I'm from Tampa, Florida, but currently living in Ghana now. I'm single, never married, no kids, and I think this is the right time for me to find the love of my life. That's why I am here on Unbecoming of Age, searching for the right one. And here is where you'll probably find him. <laughs> So I was uh, reading, I took, uh, I was just reading an email that I received this morning from yes. Sweet Sarah. I'm going to, let me, let's, uh, why don't we all email sweetsarah4000 at gmail.com. So uh, this is one of many um, new uh, catfish um, requests that I'm getting on Gmail. Uh, there are two women that claim to be American but live in Ghana. That's what they say. So this is one of the best ones ever because you know that I, this is an obsession of mine. I've uh, spoken to, quote-unquote, Russian women, um, women randomly in America that end up in Africa, which is always, it's, it's always they end up there because they got into a relationship and now they're, in, now they're somewhere in Africa, usually Ghana. And so they send a picture. It comes out of nowhere. The last one was looking for the same thing for a serious relationship. And she said she found me on Be Naughty. Now, I don't know that uh, I'm on Be Naughty. I've never heard of Be Naughty. Uh, but I'm not so sure that if you were on that site, you'd be looking for a serious relationship. Um, so I'm very curious. But this one, actually, just before we uh, turned on the microphones and started, she, she actually video chatted me. But what it appeared to be is that the she was holding whatever device with the camera on it against a screen and there was no sound and the video of this large-breasted dark woman but not someone that looked like they were necessarily from Ghana um not that I've met so many women from Ghana or anyone from Ghana for that matter uh it, it, there was no sound so I think what they did was they shot video off of a video screen that matched the photos that they pulled from somewhere and then muted it and then hung up and said that their microphone wasn't working. Moments later, while I was, you know, running around to get new headphones, because I was having a little technical issues here, um, I get another one. Now it's just audio. And it's a woman and the voice does not match the image. And it sounds like an actual woman from with an accent, what sounds like an African accent. So I think it's a not a catfishing necessary expedition for money or anything, but it's like a, like a legit weird, oh, could be money, but who knows? I'm fascinated. I want to know. I really do want to find out. So wow. it's a, they go, they go yeah. through a lot of effort, it sounds like, to try to. Well, I don't know that it's much effort at all, really. I mean, all they have to do is search the internet, pull a bunch of pictures, find videos, of, like, you know, a cam girl of some sort, right? Then make up some story and then hook a guy on. And then whether it's money gets sent or maybe this person falls for them. But the thing is, is that they this person doesn't match. Like, that's always what I, I don't know why I'm always seeking out an answer. I'm really fascinated by it. And I really want to know about the, the people who truly fall for it. Yeah. Whether it's sending money or right. a correspondence over time. You know, it's, I usually get bored with it. But be, now that I'm on another TV show job, and I have uh, probably, uh, what did I do, like 14, 15 hours yesterday? I don't even remember, but it was, a, it was a relatively long day. You know, about 10, no, maybe about 12 of those hours were downtime, you know. Right. 
So you've so, got plenty of time. So I've to got time to, to just mess around and like and just send a quick little email. And I'm always curious where it's going. And then it usually gets boring very quickly, or I can't get any response whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and most of so. these communications, I got to think, do take place while people are while people are working. And I, the reason I say that is because uh, I've noticed through our. Through just publishing the, this podcast that uh, and seeing the uh, download stats that there's always more activity during uh, typical work hours in the United States. So you, you see a spike right. that happens as soon as people roll into work, and all of a sudden, you know, they they've got need something to do. So that's uh, yeah. And I wonder at what point they they try to get you to to roll out the credit card and and uh, or whatever it is that they're trying to do. But she would not was she she didn't have a uh, she looked very African. She wasn't what you would call necessarily attractive is that what i was hearing in all of that um she wasn't necessarily unattractive or not attractive not the person that i spoke with i don't know what that person looks like i'm assuming that's not but the photos that were sent um she's a, a thick woman you know sure um but but not fat she wasn't um, like not my type and it has nothing i mean she has dark skin like she has like a really dark tan okay you know um big lips like but not like crazy big lips not like like ridiculous but like like she's long dark hair the description in that weird email like it, i mean it's like a blind email she looks like the picture that she described okay i didn't see any tattoos i didn't ask for any tattoos but Are it's you- are yeah. you familiar with uh, the Houston rap star Megan the Stallion? Megan, mm, Megan Me- the Stallion, T H E E. She didn't look anything like Megan the Stallion at all. Hold that on, I, I, I'm not sure if she did, but apparently you are obsessed with Megan the, the Stallion. Stallion. Um, that would that would have to rope you in. I would think if you get any kind of a, of a correspondence from Megan the Stallion. You'd you'd be then you'd be like okay give give me the address I'll send you money you'd be you'd be just you'd just pop right in on that one I would think that would be that would be an instant oh I, I'm looking at pictures of Megan the Stallion and I just popped into one right now I'll tell you that in Motor- search motorcycle picture is that the one you're you're seeing or are you seeing something else there's there's one picture of her I, I see the motorcycle picture I'm seeing all of the pictures I'm okay. seeing I'm, I'm every single one there's not a picture where did she come from how do you know about her why well, there's things that you, you, I don't know, you just you just stumble across. Like this week, as an example, I stumbled across a, a musical artist that I I guess is, is, is a big deal. And maybe, you know, like if you were to talk to Cameron, Cameron knows about this. But I don't think most of uh, people, let's say, uh, over age, um, I'm going to say over age 30, probably, uh, I'm, get, I'm guessing if you just throw out the name Slushy, you're not going to know exactly what the hell slushy is uh, with uh, two eyes on the end slushy and uh, the reason i came across this is i'm being target marketed to for some reason pretty heavily right now stuff about slushy it's because um, slushy is going to be appearing at the university of iowa at the uh, what they call the imu the iowa memorial union and uh, the i guess the university won the opportunity to have an appearance by slushy and it's uh, it's uh, something that's going to be kind of a big thing and i'm like what the fuck is slushy i had no idea and then i start looking around and i realize uh, slushy is 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 a big deal it's it's a big thing it's it's uh, uh, it's out there it's it's in in the world as, as she is and uh, so uh, megan uh, you know the stallion in in slushy if they were on a bill somewhere if they were at you know a whatever one of the music festivals or something if they're at bonnaroo or something like that there'd be large crowds of people that are already tapped in tuned in they're going they're down with it and they're looking at everybody else that doesn't know what's going on like amateur you know no, wait wait slushy says is vape juice but slushy oh no it's two eyes at the end two eyes uh, yeah slushy yeah, i thought i heard you say two e's at the end no two eyes uh, and that's probably there's it's funny that there's a vape something that's there's about. a vape thing right 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 yeah but slushy with two eyes at the end is is something else altogether which uh yeah it's huge i guess apparently. julian scanlon okay so julian professionally known as slushy yes hmm so I think if you're Los if you're Angeles, look, if you're looking to fill a big bill right now, if you were if you were if somebody came to you and said, John, I want you to uh, put some some butts in the seats in our auditorium. If you could get Megan, the stallion, 
and you could get slushy together on one bill. You'd have something. This would be, this would be now. Now, huge. Megan the Stallion. It seems uh, maybe I saw on BuzzFeed or somewhere was twerking at a gas station. What happened? I don't know. Where did she come from? Uh, she just blew up. Houston, man. but Houston. She blew up. I don't know. I don't know where she came from. She blew up, man. Isn't that how things things work these days? Mm. You're just there and you blew up. We are, we are opening the eyes and ears of the people is what we're doing. <laughs> we is informing them of some important shit that they need to know about in 2019. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's not 2019. What? I can't be 2019. 2019. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm in the I'm out here in the, in the 319, which is probably the least <laughs> tuned in, tapped in place in the world because uh, I think for the most part uh, keeping it country around here. I had uh, some some friends of mine that were uh, they they were talking uh, as okay so it was, uh, one of the, the the husband in in this couple other couple okay so they were they're married um, they were they were uh, having a discussion that uh, he wanted to go do a a, a couple's night out sort of thing he was they were like calling around people trying to figure out um, you know uh, who they could get to, to go along with this thing and it was his idea which I, I thought was a, kind of out of context for him because they didn't see him as being as either the guy that's trying to coordinate the couple's night out or uh, a, a follower of the band Old Dominion which uh, is a country group um, and uh, so he was trying to get these various people lined up and a, a bunch of people uh, wanted to go I guess uh, some did anyway and, but then there was the people like me that were like uh, okay well my wife she didn't she didn't know who Old Dominion was and there's and the, this and his, his his wife actually she was the same thing she's like I don't know even know who the fuck Old Dominion is I, I don't have any clue I don't she didn't want to go and so it kind of fizzled and fell apart I, I did actually I happened to see Old Dominion live in concert when I was in Las Vegas uh, was that last year or the year before uh, anyway um, there was a uh, there was an event there. there there was a showcase event for Old Dominion and I actually saw them in a room with about maybe 10 or 12 people and in, in, in Old Dominion and so um, and I thought they were really pretty good for a, a country type sort of eagles-esque sort of uh, group uh, i thought they were they were enjoyable that was the first time i had heard of them or had seen them and i'm going to be honest i haven't heard them since so um i was telling them in the conversation that uh, yeah it's you know you'd probably enjoy it but anyway the, the thing fell apart but I guess usually around here it's country when people are talking about music and then people would know what you're talking about. But then I get people that will tell me stuff like, you know, we're going to go see, I'm trying to think of a country artist. They'll, they'll, they'll throw a name out there and it's, sometimes it's a big name and uh, I'm just looking at them with that, you know, the dog looking at a doorknob thing, you know, head sideways like, I, sorry, I don't know who Luke Bryan is necessarily. I I've, I've heard the name. I know the name. Yeah. I know the name. Yeah, I couldn't necessarily pick him out of a lineup unless it was like four black dudes and a white dude with a cowboy hat. Then yeah. I could tell you which one is likely Luke Bryan. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's it's. But I think uh, I'd, I'd get the same look from anybody probably uh, about slushy. Like they, I mentioned it to you, and you didn't pop out with it. I, I'm guessing if you said it to Cameron, though, he would be like, "Yeah, well, he'd look at you." I hope that Cameron does not know who Slushy is. No, I haven't heard his music. I, I I don't want to judge this kid yet. He lives in Los Angeles. He may be a talented uh, DJ, producer, and uh, hip hop yeah. artist. He may be actually. I mean, he looks young. I just I looked at yeah. a picture of him. Looks young, but I don't know. I think um, we could we could cheat mm -hmm. and play like uh, just a few seconds. I, I know I'm usually uh, you know the uh, you're against playing music that the, the copy copywritten written. music, but yeah. for slushy you're going to make an exception. Well, I think for a very sh if you do something that's that's super short and you're under seven seconds. Trying, yeah, if you're not trying to play the whole song, but I think we can get a, a pretty pretty quick idea, probably here. If I if I pop in on this of what slushy's all about here, so um, you spend a lot of time on the Twitterverse, apparently. Yeah, so um, here, here with, uh, yeah, too much time on Twitter. Um, so here is something that is uh, his, his number one downloaded thing on Spotify. This is uh, called Twinbow, T-W-I-N, like twins, Twinbow, B-O-W. So Twinbow has gotten uh, 21 million uh, downloads. Holy, right? wow. Yeah. yeah, so um, this is Slushy and, and Twinbow, and we'll get a little idea of what, it, what it's going to sound like. <laughs>
okay, I hate it. <laughs> no, well, okay, so no, I, I, you know what? So when I looked him up, I saw that he was playing in New York in uh, June twenty second, and it was like Philadelphia on the twenty first, and that's usually it's like New York, Boston, um, you know, Philadelphia all around the same time. Sometimes they'll pop into Connecticut, whatever. And right. uh, and when I Googled, it showed other artists, and Marshmallow was one of the other artists. Yeah, so it's yeah. Yeah, and and Marshmallow stuff is really fascinating. I I actually like some of the songs and some of the collaborations that he's done. And uh, he did that whole Fortnite thing, like a live Fortnite concert. Yeah, yeah. You got to do. They do the little tink. They, it's formulaic, I think. Mm, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. In that, you know, did what the little tinkly do that we were just listening to the tinkly tinkly do, which is usually followed at some point by what I call the bouge, where it goes does the bouge, and then um, then it drop, then the drop, the bouge, the tinkly do, the bouge, and then the drop, and then after the drop, the song actually starts to establish itself. But um, in that case, the tinkly do was taken too long. I didn't want wait for the bouge to hear the drop start and then that's you know i think all of it works a whole lot better apparently um if you're uh if you're dosing if if you've if you've uh if you've taken the the requisite amount of molly i think is what is is involved here which i have which i have it did i am hoping for it to kick in when i speak to sweet sarah from ghana well she's from i don't know she's from tampa florida but now lives in ghana i assure you she has never stepped foot in tampa florida you should ask her you should ask her about both those artists uh, you know i t- mm-hmm. tell her that it's it's important that you find somebody that is uh is super into slushy because you're you're taking a trip to <laughs> iowa uh, and do you, uh, do you want me to do you want me to see if i can get sweet sweet sarah on the line she wouldn't be able to hear you though that would be the only problem i'd have to be a translator do we want to hear her voice she may answer no, I don't think we. Were, you don't want to. Well, maybe I don't know if you. Can I remember. mean, yeah, yeah, sweet, sweet Sarah, and then we can start asking sweet Sarah, uh, you know, <coughs> questions about slushy and. Listen, uh, you may not be up for it, but I would do an entire episode with sweet Sarah and every single woman quote-unquote woman from ghana or from wherever she is that moved to ghana and i would talk to her for hours and i would that, just put it out there that could be another another episode or another show <laughs> even a whole nother podcast. I, yeah, i'm not I, i'm obsessed yeah ask her about hey i hear you guys eat uh, uh, that peanut sauce a lot uh, you know you make something there's, there's, they've, they've got a, a peanut based thing then she'd think you're talking about penises and then it could no that's exactly right that, well no that's usually the move is with these is to actually go is like they send this picture with you know low cut like the first picture is like not so salacious than the next one is and then it's like then it's this woman like i am just looking for a, i can't do a Ghanese Ghanaese accent but you're like what and then you just throw things out there like that just go over the top and it's usually just glossed over not paid attention nothing like you didn't say it you ask a question nothing hello how are you it's nonsense I can't even but it would be great if she knew who uh, Megan the stallion is who she's bringing back twerking yes I didn't know twerking ever left, but you know. Really? Okay. It, it well, just got. It just you're, got because you're in the Midwest. Yeah, it just got here. It just got time. We we just. Yeah, that's right. Know, there's a few farmers you, there with the bib overalls on. You you've seen. Yeah. You know the the classic painting mm-hmm. of the the pitchfork guy and mm-hmm. his wife, the old the old farm couple, which they actually yep. that's from Cedar Rapids, where that was painted here, uh, where I live. But uh, yeah, those those people, they're just starting to twerk right now. Um, that guy first, the guy with the pitchfork he had to clean his glasses first was that me oh my god that was sorry sorry that was because i was in the spotify slushy thing and something just started playing i don't know what that was sorry Um, that's okay so i was concerned about uh, about your welfare a little bit this week because i I heard the news uh no 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 my checks have been coming in they're fine my welfare (laughs) checks are coming they're right there where they need to be don't tell them that i haven't paid my taxes okay what about my welfare this is scaring me yes you you were in staten island yes this week were you what happened well, there was a there was a double tap. I'm I'm gonna I was gonna talk about this. I want to talk about this. This All is right. you're absolutely right. So I I was gonna bring this up. 
Yes. I know what you're. I know where you're going, sir. So is this on your block? You're talking That's about, what I want. I want to know. Yes. Oh no, no, but it's not on my block. So here's the deal. So, uh, as some of you may know, um, I I don't live in Ghana. I don't live in um, in Tampa, Florida. Like I opened the show. I I live in Red Bank, New Jersey. Red Bank, New Jersey, second floor, my ex-wife's pool house. However, <laughs> during the week, during the week, I work. I tend to work on TV shows as a uh, with a theatrical team, Sears Local 817, as a van driver. And so I'm working on the TV show NYPD Blue. It's a pilot. A pilot is the initial episode of a series, and then the network determines whether or not they're going to order more episodes of the series. So NYPD Blue, for some of you who are old enough to remember, was on from like the years of like 1993 to 2003, I think. I think that was roughly it, about 10 years. And uh, so there, it's a police show in, in New York. So I'm working on that TV show. I tend to work a minimum of like 70 hours per week. Where I live is too far away from the parts of Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan that I have to drive through, drive to and pick up actors and directors, producers, whatever. Drive at like, you know, I usually have to wake up at like four o'clock in the morning. So, you know, so I stay on Staten Island at my parents' house, which is a lot closer to Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan. So, my now what would Colin, what you're talking about, I believe, is the the hit on um, alleged mob boss Frank Cali, right? Frank Frankie Boy is the, Frankie is Boy Frankie Boy Cali, right? Fifty three year old mob boss. So prior to my understanding is that prior to Frank Cali, there was uh, John Gotti. So in like the late eighties, the mid to late eighties, all the way through like the nineties up to maybe like early 2000s before John Gotti went away um, to jail, to prison. He was the mob boss, but he was really high profile. In the news, they called him the Teflon Don. Now, Frank Cali, unless you were in that world, nobody heard of this guy, but apparently they, they put a hit on him, what, like two nights ago? Was it three nights ago? Like Wednesday or Thursday night mm-hmm. right? Uh, of this past week. Today's uh, Saturday, March 16th. My dad's birthday, actually. He turned 70. So... Apparently, he was shot outside of his home in Tote Hill in Staten Island, which is 1.4 miles away from my parents' house. Okay. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I got home that night at 11:38. I remember exactly what time it was. You know, I, I pay attention to ways. I'm tired. I want to get home. I'm paying attention. I walk in the door at 11:38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My dad watches a lot of TV. The, he and my mom are usually asleep by 11 o'clock. He's sitting there. And I just see like the back of his, you know, his chair, like his RG bunker chair and his head. And he's like intently watching the news, the local news. And they tell the story. Mob boss, you know, Frank Francis, you know, Cali was shot in front of his home. And he watches the whole story, you know, confirmed dead, blah, blah, blah. Turns it off, goes up to bed. Good night, dad. Next morning, I wake up. I have a little bit of a later start. I wake up to the sounds of helicopters flying over my house. Not my house, my parents' house. Now, my mom and dad now are sitting, and now they're watching the national news. Like, it was like, you know, the Good Morning America. You know, it's a national news story because it's the first time, I think, an American mob boss has been shot and killed since, like, 1984 or 85 when Paul Castellano was shot in front of a steakhouse, Sparks. So I'm hearing the story. It was like the alleged suspect was driving a blue pickup truck. My dad drives a Ford F-150 blue pickup truck. Okay, listen, no, hold on. My dad, Vietnam vet, okay, Vietnam vet, corrections officer, New York City firefighter, father, grandfather, angry guy but that's it i don't know he's got friends he's got a blue pickup truck my mom was asleep 9 15 it's a five minute drive from my dad's house to this frankie boy callie's house he says i gotta go get a glass of water he i turns, turns around walks i out wasn't the door. i wasn't home He's my dad doesn't have an minutes. alibi. My dad doesn't have an alibi. I'm, I'm afraid. To, it's his birthday today. I'm meeting him. He shut down the surprise party and everything. I'm taking you to dinner. No, you're not paying. I'm paying. I want my grandkids. I want my kids. And I want their baby dad, mama, 
you know, my ex-wife and, you know, my nephew's father. That's it. And I'm paying. No gifts, nothing. I don't want anyone else there. It's my birthday. You're going to do what I say. I'm afraid to ask him questions. I don't want I didn't bring it up to any family members. I'm quite frankly, I'm concerned. Does he have any, like, uh, uh, I was going to say friends, but in this case, you should probably use the word associates. Uh, has he ever introduced anybody as, uh, this is my associate, uh, Anthony Nelson. Uh, you can call him Neckbone. Uh, it's Anthony, but he prefers to be known as Neckbone. Does he, does he have any of these known associates that he's, like, he's introduced you to lately? Anybody like that? Well, I mean, I don't know that they're associates. I mean, there's a guy that owned a restaurant for years, and, and my dad helped him, like, rebuild his restaurant that was hit pretty hard during Hurricane Sandy, um, John Toto. John Toto, uh, my dad's age, like 70. Yeah. They went to high school together. Very slim. I think he's a runner. Yeah, I think he's – John. yeah, they call him Slim Toto. Um, he's got one of those names, Slim Toto. I don't know. Yeah, Slim Toto. Yeah, and he just sold his restaurant to uh, a barbecue restaurant. Like I'm going to Google his, this. Yeah. Google this. Says, Slim. Yeah, Slim Toto. There's Toto. not – he doesn't – there's no <laughs> – see if there's anything. <laughs> my, my former father-in-law, uh, I'm not going to say his full name, but uh, – He's handsome, Jack. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Wholesale produce, you know, uh, refrigeration trucks, cash business. You do the math. Um, okay. You all right? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my welfare is fine. I, I don't, I don't, I did, I did wake up and to the helicopters. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realized, it'd be, oh yeah, it's been like 34 years since there was a mob hit and it's a mile and a half away from my family's house, right? Well, They're searching, yeah. which is odd though, because the, the idea that organized crimes kept such a low profile for that long. They said it's been like, like that. And look at that. He's living just a, a mile from your, from your parents' house. He's just chilling there in the burbs. He's just, uh, yeah. It's been known. I mean, there there are two shows on MTV. There was like the the Mob Wives show, and then there was like the Mob Kids show, which got some flack. And I knew growing up in high school there were there were there was organized crime, and that there were these people that lived in Toad Hill. And is even though it was so close, I didn't have any friends. To I didn't have any direct friends that I knew were uh, family members or associated in any way. But when I was there's a there's a photograph of like I was born in 1971. When I was maybe uh, two, three years old, I had a merry-go-round in like my bedroom, like a full merry-go-round with these. Like I, I have to find the picture so we what? can tweet it out. No, like, 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 no, it wasn't like it was like it was a miniature size for a kid. But you have to see this thing. It's got like a hard plastic horse that you could fit up to like maybe like a four or five-year-old on, right? And it spun around and played music. Now, this is, I don't know what that would have cost in 1971 and what the inflation rate, what it would cost today. And I asked my parents, I said, where did that come from? And it came from friends of theirs who may have been who may have been associated with organized crime, right? Like, like, and like, and these are friends that I don't remember as an adult when they told me their name, ever seeing, knowing, or staying in their lives. So how close of a friend were they that they just gave, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there like a, I've never seen anything like it ever again. And and I'm like, that's a weird thing. And also when, when I, I probably, God, I'm, I'm, whis, I'm whispering as if, as as if they're not going to listen to the podcast and hear this. When I got married, we got married out in the Hamptons, my ex-wife and I. Right. There were probably about, I don't know, about 200, 250 people at my wedding. And um, I knew everyone on my family's side, of course, and we had a lot of people there. I didn't know everyone on my ex-wife's side of the family. There were people there, usually guys, and they were not small guys. They all seemed to be Italian or of Italian descent. Goombas. And, and they handed me envelopes really? now and we've talked about this how much money i may have even mentioned this on the show how much money you give for a wedding right or right, you don't yeah. necessarily give money in other parts of the country but in the northeast or at least in new york that's a that's a thing you know and nowadays i think it's like 500 dollars. but back in 2000 
maybe 250 would have been okay. You know, you don't give less than 100, you know, especially if you're two people at the wedding, but it's usually a minimum of 150, 200 if you're going to give cash. I was getting envelopes with $500, $1,000, and I've never seen I had never seen these people in my life. I'd never heard about them, and then I never saw them again. Well, they apparently are all very connected. You're from a mob family. It's <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> John Michael Craig, who lives in his ex-wife's pool house in Red Bank, New Jersey, who happens to be a theatrical teamster driving. Okay, maybe. Maybe I am, and I don't even know that I'm How does anybody live in a pool house in New Jersey and not not be be connected? Not be connected. Um, I have no connections. Johnny Boy. By the way. we gotta we gotta come up with a name for you, and it can't be uh, it can't be boy. I guess I, was, I said Johnny Boy because Frankie Boy. Frankie Boy got honey dicked too. That was that was they said uh, that he was honey dicked. What the fuck hun- does that mean? <laughs> 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 That's it. No one in the mafia ever gets honey dicked, and he if they do, dicked. all they. What 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 he is honey dicked? He got honey dicked. He he was uh, there was uh, he he apparently was pretty comfortable with this killer because they said that they, he was out in the driveway and he uh, the guy the guy uh, they said that the, the the guy ran into his he ran into his vehicle parked in his driveway his Cadillac or whatever the fuck it was and uh, with another truck he, the, so this truck came into his driveway hit his vehicle apparently uh, is what happened and then. Um, they uh, exchanged words. The guy handed him a li- the license plate that had fallen off of his vehicle, and then uh, Frank- <laughs> wait, wait, whose? There was a license plate that fell off of whose vehicle? I think it fell off of Frankie Boy's vehicle. The license plate had fallen off in this in this bump. So wait, my dad's driving a pickup truck and he's chasing Frankie Boy down the street. What is he rear him, Knock the license? How does the license plate check. fall off? It'd be like, hey. Check what? for check your dad's vehicle for a license plate. If the vi- if there's something Wait a fucked, second. if there's something <laughs> fucked up with with front end damage or a license plate. No, I think it was Fra- Frankie Boy's plate because they said that the the plate was handed back to Frankie Boy and Frankie Boy turned his. He, they said he acted like there's video apparently the home video that indicated uh they 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 saw what went on they said frankie boy acted like he had uh had pointed out to the guy that he was strapped that he had a gun like he pointed at his gun like don't fuck with me or whatever but then he turned around turned his back on the guy and when he turned his back on the guy to to walk away the guy turned out he pulled out his pistol and bam 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 you know shot him and then he double tapped him he, he not only did he shoot him, he decided he's not really, really, really dead. He ran him over. He got into his vehicle after he'd shot him, he hmm. shot, and then he fucking ran over him. I'm more curious about this license plate. Now, I'm wondering that instead of placing some sort of bomb on Frankie Boy's car, that instead they do a little rig where they unscrew the license plate, pop it back on, and then press a button and then push it off. And that's the thing that gets Frankie Boy to be like, what the fuck, as he's pulling up, like right as he pulls up. And his car's behind him, out of sight. And then he's like, and now he's pissed off because he just got home. You know, yeah. and he wants to watch The Sopranos for the thirty-seventh uh, time. You know, <laughs> and and then he goes to pick up his license plate. You know, but next thing he knows, there's his assassin. He like lose something, Frankie boy. You know, and then I don't know. Rather than blow up a car, because if you blow up a car, you might you know harm innocent people. Whatever, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. That, that that really throws me. That seems like a bizarre thing that the license plate fell off. Honey dicked. Yeah. But the honey dick thing is really what throws me because I'm thinking that all they need to do is if, you know, there's some situation where, you know, you see Frankie boy licking some honey off of some guy's dick, <laughs> the whole mob's going to kill him. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're going to be like, Frankie boy, nah, yeah, you're done. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Johnny Cakes, you know, on The Sopranos. Yeah. We we have less less yeah. exciting uh, sort of events around here as far as anybody yeah. getting killed. I don't know if yeah. you, and this actually yeah. didn't happen here, but but I, I hope it will happen here at some point, or that it could happen here, because I was reading the story about the the Ooh. chick the chickens. Did you see that story? The no, no I mean, of course, listen, I, I don't know what honey dicking is, okay? Fucking <laughs> Megan, I'm your way up on the shit than I am. No, the, I've not heard about any chickens. The chickens this week, there's another big story, I think it was probably at least as big a story as uh, Frankie Boy Callie getting getting whacked. Um, anyway, there was there were, uh, these chickens. A group of chickens killed a fox 
it was in the news this week. Where was this? I guess it's actually the, the headline caught my eye because I have chickens in the backyard and and a lot of people I look at chickens as being these peaceful docile creatures and there's people that want backyard chickens and they see them as you know as being these uh, you know gentle birds that, you, that you're back there you know oh look at my little my little bird I'm grabbing a little egg from underneath him and everything and and sometimes it's like that but they they're 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 vicious creatures they're fucking dinosaurs I'm, I've been telling people this these are these are Chickens are are uh, very much uh, omnivores. They 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 of course will eat. You know, the, if you put out corn and grain and all that kind of stuff, that they like that. That's the, probably their go-to meal. But if uh, if there's meat involved, they're gonna fucking eat that too. If there if there's if there's a small rodent or something around, if there's something that they can whack, if there's a small little uh, mouse version of Frankie Boy Cali, they're they're gonna kill that thing and they're just gonna fucking murk it. They're gonna eat the shit out of it. They're gonna fight over it. It's gonna be like blood and and horror is going to happen but anyway no um in france i guess apparently a um a a, an unknowing fox a fox found its way into a hen house into a bunch of of hens i don't don't know exactly how many hens were involved but um, the fox found its way into the the hen house and the the chickens decided um they 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 banded together all at once. The, the group think took over where they said, "All right, this is it. It's 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 the fox or or it's us." And they all fucking attacked the fox and killed it. They 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 managed to take down a fox, a bunch of chickens, which I think is uh, we talked about on on the last show a little bit about the idea that some people faced with with danger faced with uh, an idea that perhaps this is it this is the end of the world this is how things are going to end uh, perhaps uh, they, they just roll over and give up and then there are other other beings chickens ironically chickens they decide to man the fuck up or chicken chicken up or whatever however you want to look at it and they 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 killed the intruder they took care of it Well, that's why, and I've heard that the Gambino crime family um, is actually, they're hiring chickens now as bodyguards. (laughs) So I don't know if it's going to be Gene Gotti, um, one of the Gotti family members that may be involved in this killing, is going to be surrounded with chickens. So when you roll up to a dude's Cadillac Escalade and a tying dude's and he's wearing a tracksuit in here, you know, cluck, 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 it's probably the chicken, the chicken guards. So this Gambino thing, uh, all of this going on, the Gambino family. So is this now in 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 that neighborhood out there? Is it something like if you're rolling up to get you know put some some gas in your vehicle or something? You're talking to somebody. Do you, do, you, do people say, "Hey, who do you think did it?" Is there any of that kind of conversation goes on, or do people just kind of shut up, thinking I better not say anything? I have honestly, I I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not concerned about uh, talking about it here. Um, I'm sure we're not the only people talking about this right now, but uh, he, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know that world. I know that neighborhood, right? So you have you know doctors, lawyers, you know venture capital, finance people, but you also have you know organized crime families, um, and you know I mean some may be legit, you know you know private sanitation, cement companies, produce, meat, you know whatever legit business people I'm sure, um, but that was that neighborhood, the original Godfather, um, the wedding scene, Michael Corle- Corleone's. Uh, or Corleone's wedding was up at a house on Staten Island up in that neighborhood, you know? So apparently it's been a thing for a while. And I guess, I don't know, maybe that's just sort of, I mean, it's not a secret anymore. Do they have like, you know, when you, okay. So, uh, like watching my only point of reference here well i've got two but um the the watching the sopranos uh the uh okay so he lived in a bigger bigger house but he tony was kind of the he was kind of the the upstart guy that was trying to do things differently he was going to counseling and he had a nice house but the other guys everybody else when they rolled up on their houses and they showed what was going on they're always kind of these little uh, smaller sort of uh a little bit more modest sure yeah, you know, like yeah. built built in the '40s, kind of looking sort of stuff. Those kind of is, is it Staten Island? Are those kind of houses around? And the, the reason I ask is those houses are around, but they're not in that neighborhood. Not in that neighborhood. Okay. No. Mm-mm. 
And do, Mo- you, do you often like if you're asking somebody for, for like, okay, uh, you're, you're going to ask somebody, hey, where do, where do you, you know, where do you get your nails done? And they do that or, or whatever. Uh, not that you would ask that, but perhaps. But you're, you're asking for, say, a plumber. Does it does the do names like um, uh, Sue the Glue or, or somebody? Do they always have like a uh, nicknames uh, like 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 mob tie style nicknames? No, yeah. but that's not a bad idea. Is there a mob nickname generator like the Wu Tang rap generator? Because yeah. if there's not, you jump on. Uh, I'm not kidding. Sue the glue is pretty good. Sue the glue. Sue the glue, Gambino. I'm Sue the glue, Gambino. (laughs) I've never watched these MTV series. There are these two. There's this Mob Wives, and a lot of them, I think, or maybe the whole thing takes place on Staten Island. And then there was the recent one with the kids of of Mob families. Like, I I don't remember if Sammy the Bull Gravano's family. I don't really know. But I just saw that there was some flack about, you know, having this show out there and sort of glamorizing this world and this lifestyle yeah. you know if but you want i mean it seemed to be under the radar if you want a hit to stick you call sue the glue <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good you just, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying you're basically to turning it into an episode of better call saul but wanna, about the mafia yeah I, I would like to do marketing for these people I, I would like to come up with nicknames for them it's like okay what let, let's let's talk a little bit let's try to figure out a little bit about you figure out figure out what makes you tick and then we'll we'll get uh, some we'll get some branding uh built up around that so <laughs> Which, uh, that that okay? I don't know. If, did you hear this? That the uh, this was uh, uh, I thought really interesting. Uh, the I'm trying to think of the the biker gang um, in California. One of those uh, not not the Hell's Angels, but one of those old uh, old school biker gangs. The uh, you know we've heard about mobsters being taken down with. Uh, with uh, you know tax evasion type things um they were trying to uh, stop one of the gangs in california using uh copyright law they were they were they apparently their logo um i'm trying to think of what what gang what motorcycle gang it was but their their logo that they use on the back of their jackets on their on their mc jackets um wasn't registered and so i the story that i read i believe went that the U.S. government decided to uh, go ahead and go in first and register, trademark the logo, <laughs> so that they mm-hmm. could so they couldn't use the logo. And mm-hmm. then, which we, of course, if you're a if you're a biker gang person, uh, you're going to you know, in somebody says that's you know it's a logo infringement. You can't use that on the back. You're you're going to say, hey, fuck you. I'm you know that's my it's my it's my MC. I'm I'm riding with the with the club. I have been since the '60s, and you can't you can't take this away from me. But uh, that's the the angle that they're going after them with was uh, copyright infringement, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I don't know. I, I don't remember which gang it was, but it was one that had been around for a long time that had been pretty good old school ones. But yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think yeah, you could work on some marketing stuff for these guys definitely. Uh, try to try to figure it out and yeah i don't know very yeah they, i mean if, yeah i mean if they started trademarking shit and doing the copyright thing they can actually get some legit money you know i mean uh i don't know i this the glamorizing it though i i knew it existed but i've never even with my former in-laws anything to do with that any inkling of hearing anything i was like i don't want any part of this at all like i was just like i want i like it's the one time i want to completely shut off my brain and know nothing Yes. What was what was that? What was that chime? That, that was, was exciting. I was just curious if you had actually heard that. I, I did. Oops, I yeah, what, That's nice. That's what is nice. it? I'm sorry. It's very no. It's like it's like I kind of needed that. What is that? Is that a uh, PC those, thing? Yeah, that's uh, an alert on a PC, which you don't hear that kind of stuff very often. That and I usually don't have alerts turned on for everything and or, or anything, but I have. Uh, uh, for some reason, not been able to figure out how to shut them off for for Reddit, and those were Reddit alerts popping through to my PC because I was just uh, mm-hmm. going on there trying to figure out exactly what was going on there. And right now, there are things mm-hmm. that are popping up telling me what's going on locally. There's a there's a uh, there's a rally going on. There's people that are trying to uh, we our local power company has raised their rates because they say that they want to develop and this is. This is the kind of weird shit that happens, uh, I think, only in the United States when we have other countries that are, you know, that trying to tell us how to do things. I don't, I don't think they realize some of the strange shit that goes on here. Um, so the local power company is um, 
basically um, got a rate increase that they uh, announced. And it's based on the fact that they are uh, going to develop more solar and uh, wind-powered assets, uh, which is going to, um, in order to have that happen, they need to raise the rates now on their standard electricity so that they can develop um, more green initiatives. (laughs) New Green Deal, I guess. I don't fucking know. but uh, anyway, there's a protest going on. Those with the, those uh, announcements were uh, stuff. People talking about that because I had been uh, mm-hmm. a part of that conversation. We, we've had all these, you know, new green deal stuff. You know, the the uh, all these politicians are in town. I imagine some will be at this rally trying to to you know uh, ingratiate themselves with voters. I'm sure we've had uh, a bunch of them. Uh, Beto, Beto, however the fuck he says his name. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hanging out here. Last night he was at the the. Well, so did he announce officially that he's running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he did. He okay, because okay. Yeah, he was at the record store here uh, y- yesterday uh, picking oh, up. Oh right, he's a Metallica fan. He's, he's uh, he like he's been in uh, punk bands. He's he's, um, he's oh that's right. He was in a punk band. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing that. A mm-hmm. lot of we- a lot of weird shit coming out since he announced. It's like there's this onslaught of weird shit that's happened, and it either and for me okay hearing all that i'm like there must be i know oprah interviewed him and so it's kind of like she's sort of giving you know i think she by doing that interview, that's that an endorsement like, basically an endorsement. you're saying yeah that's what i think sure. i i do and uh i he you know if you think about it he kind of fits the mold of, of barack obama going back you know he's a guy that doesn't really have any experience and at the, the first when she first started bringing uh barack obama president obama into the conversation same story he wasn't yet elected as senator in Illinois, and she was trying to get him some some stuff, some some press, some mm-hmm. some awareness. But uh, uh, and they're about the same age, and, and you know, I think she. Uh, who knows? Who's about but, the same age? Uh, as Beto. Oh, is Barack. Now. You're saying Barack and this and uh, Nino Betancourt, yeah, no, um, guitarist Beto, Beto from. Let's call him Beto Betancourt. <laughs> Beto, Beto, Beto. Be- I don't know. Is it Beto? I, I was, okay, so it's it's derived from. I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I do know that it's d- derived from his parents uh, had. Uh, I don't know if it was somebody. It might have been a housekeeper. I don't know somebody in the family that they uh, they were around with sp- spoke Spanish, uh, and he speaks fluent Spanish. And the in the Beto, wait, I think wait, it's, see, I think it's it, Beto. Beto O'Rourke. Okay, Beto O'Rourke. Okay, yes, Irish sounding. He's about yeah. the same age as. Oh, Barack, Barack Obama. Was. Barack He's was appears he, to be was when he ran the first time. Yes, yeah. He roughly. is uh, fairly slim, somewhat tall, and his initials yes. are the exact same as Barack Obama's. Oh, I mean, and weird. this is like weird conspiracy shit I'm going for right here. What the fuck? Oprah's supporting him. I don't like this. I don't know about this. I'm, I my, my dad was. Remember, I told you my dad, who may or may not have. I don't know where he was that night, but with the, when the I don't even want to down. say it, but my wow. dad was sitting watching the news the same morning I saw him watching it, and there was, Beto O'Rourke was on one of the TV shows, maybe it was CBS this morning, I don't know, he bounces around for his news, and while my dad, I think, uh, personally hates Trump, I don't think he was a Hillary supporter. I'm not sure. I wasn't in the voting booth with him. And I heard Beto O'Rourke saying something about persons of color and this and that. I don't know what it was. And I was about to walk out the door to go to work, and I didn't hear exactly what it was. And I just heard him. I said, like, like he just, he, it was a negative response to that guy. So I don't know what he, what's that? He made that noise, kind of one of those kind of things. That... Yeah. So yeah, he's he's apparently then he's he's not he's not down with Beto. It sounds like he's he's uh, yeah he's not into that. I guess. No, he, he's not. And you know, today, like I mentioned, it's his seventieth birthday, and we're going out to dinner with him. I don't think I'm going to bring it up, but I am real curious. I may ask my mom offline at some other point, like whatever, because uh, my mom seems to be a little bit more left of center. I'm not sure though. Uh, you know, and I don't really want to get into politics with my dad, but uh, yeah, he's not down with him. But I'm really curious now to know what my dad reacted to. What did he say that my dad reacted to? <laughs> you know, and 
I kind of vaguely remember, I think it may have been about pay scale and equality and persons of color. And I, I don't remember what it was specifically, though. And if he said, if he was just pointing out a problem or coming up with a solution for the problem that he sees existing. Hmm. Yeah, who knows? It, it, there's uh, There's been a lot of weird press out about Beto since, or Beto, however, however he pronounces it, This uh, since he's announced. They, uh, they pointed out that he was part of some hacker community, uh, and uh, so there's that news out there. Uh, Dr. Drew had some weird stuff that he said about him yesterday, said that... Uh, he has been uh, watching him, Dr. Drew said, and he believes there's something about him that strikes him as being off. And that uh, <laughs> we're Dr. Drew said that. Dr. Drew said that, and he's, he's, he, he hasn't defined what that is. He just said that uh, at some point we're going to find out that there's something uh, about him that appears to uh, be something, and we're going to find out later that it's, it's, it's different, is basically mm-hmm. what, he, what he's saying. But he's not exactly explaining what that is so um i I, there's a rift there's a there's a beta rift going on Mm. some people so i i wonder i think to me there's something about at least in the past those who wanted to become run for office become politicians even if they were well-intentioned that uh at least my generation around my time a little bit before a little bit after you know, maybe post Reagan. That, that, that these guys, a lot of these people are very uh, dorky, not the cool. You know, I'm, I'm saying thing, for the most, not all of them, not all of them, but uh, he's just they're not really the quote unquote cool kids. And I'm not saying you have to be the cool kid to be voted, but but like to the point where something off, like not not socially right, or you know, they're awkward, or and I, I don't want to. I, I am painting with one brush right now, but. You know, and 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 I think the really, really smart ones that make change in the world—they're too smart to want to become a politician. It would seem. You know what I mean? You would think that, like, it'd be like, what? I mean, I think I even told you now. This is this is a real stretch. But when I was on the parent-teacher organization, (laughs) okay, and it was like the worst decision I've ever made in my life. And keep in mind, I live in my ex-wife's pool house. I've there's so much bad. I'm just saying there's so much that I've done that's and it was. I went into this with the best of intentions, the best of intentions. I wanted to, and there was so much nonsense between the other people on the board, other parents, and this. And I know your kids are involved, but you're like, fuck, it's. So many people have an agenda, and that agenda is theirs. And and it doesn't always line up with everyone else, where they don't always work well with others. And and I know my personality is when I f- find myself in that situation, I don't want to fight to fix it. I just want to get the fuck out of there. I'm like, I'm done. I'm fucking, really? <laughs> like, I'd be the worst president. I couldn't even be the mayor of a small town of 12. Because I'd be like, fuck all of you. I am done. I'm building a wall around myself. <laughs> Don't come in. Leave me alone. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah. So he maybe Dr. Drew's right about uh, Beto, and maybe he's right. Maybe all of these people, you know, like could be, could possibly be. So um, I am. I uh, was just gonna. Uh, I don't think I've told you this. I'm, I'm headed off to uh, tomorrow a uh, road trip and gonna take off and go to uh, New Orleans for uh, oh. for a few days. Nice with with family. Yeah. And, nice. Uh, yeah, so um, we're we're gonna be staying at uh, we get, did the Airbnb thing and uh, awesome, yes, yeah, so and we've got the uh, classic New Orleans uh, shotgun shack sort of place uh, rented, uh, the um, just classic little uh, strangely painted uh, uh, shotgun house in uh, a neighborhood called the Bywater. In, in New Orleans, which is okay. uh, where the uh, the locals, as it's been described, uh, kind of, it's the uh, sort of, I, I don't know if I'd say hipster, but because I, I I'm not sure that New Orleans, uh, well, hipsters are everywhere, but uh, it, it's maybe a little more immune to that. Uh, but uh, it's where the, where the locals 
that would maybe, if they were to work in the French Quarter or something like that, they would probably live in the Bywater. And uh, so anyway, there's these neighborhoods that we're planning to uh, to uh, spend time in that are off. Now, I'm not saying we're not going to go to the French Quarter and do the classic, you know, let's walk up and down Bourbon Street at least once. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do that, I'm sure, but we're planning to spend um, more time off in these uh, other neighborhoods that uh, and we're, we're going to try to we're going to try to do uh, four days, uh, basically, of living like a New, Orle- New Orleanian. Is that what it'd be? New Orleans. Sure, sure. Yeah, so we're going to do that. Is this the first time that you're staying uh, in an Airbnb down there? No, we've done that before. The, we have, uh, okay. And we, the, we've had this place where we've stayed a couple times that has been uh, out in the, uh, actually in the Lower Ninth Ward, but uh, in, in an area of the Lower Ninth Ward that is not very populated. And this will be the first time that we're in one of those neighborhoods in New Orleans, if, if you ever go or you've ever been, where the houses are literally, uh, you know, about probably like, you know, seven, eight feet apart, you know, where you've got enough, usually in between the houses, there's enough room for a sidewalk to go in between to go into a, a backyard area. And, and the, you know, they're the shotgun houses where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're shaped, shaped like a trailer, basically, you know, but. Uh, um, and so you have the whole house to yourself, obviously, you rented a whole it's place. It's one, one side. So the, usually, a lot of times these, these shotgun houses are either one, one big open thing, uh, uh, you know, or they're uh, separated into two sides. So we've got um, one side of the, of the house. And I think, I'm not sure, I guess I, I, I'm under the impression that the other side is the owner, but uh, that may not be true either. But uh, it looks like we're in a we're in a neighborhood where there's lots of lots of cool stuff. So is it is it a um, so obviously you have your own separate entrance. It's your place, but yeah, you're, right. you're on one side. So uh, are you? Do you rent a car when you go down there? Uh, we're gonna drive actually. So oh, you're driving. Yeah, we're gonna wow, drive. So you'll have a car. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna do the one big shot going down there. It's about uh, 13 hours. We're gonna drive tomorrow. Wow. How how long? Wait. How long? When was the last time you were there? Last year. Last year. Yeah. And and how many times have you been there with the girls? Oh, about uh, four. I guess this is the fourth time. And and they like it. Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they're hmm. into it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, I, they they really love it actually and and, and there's there's so there's so much weird shit that goes on if you if you find the right places and it's you don't have to look very hard um, that uh, the, the, yeah they're intrigued by that so we've done a lot of the uh, it, there's a lot of towns where you go to where they've got you know these you know you, the, the, there's tours and there's you know bus things that you can get on and you know right you know, like in Chicago they've got a, we were talking about mobsters in Chicago there's a mob tour and you can get you can get on a bus and they'll take you around and do this mob tour thing. And, um, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do in Chicago, but I think some of those towns that have those those type of things aren't necessarily as good at it as what New Orleans does. So um, we've done a lot of those, uh, the ghost tours and uh, cemetery tours and swamp tours and things like that around the New Orleans area. And, and uh, the, you know, those are all really fun, fun stuff, well worth it to do. And, you know, for, I mean, it's like as far as, the, like, a a family a lot of people would say you know should you take your kids to new orleans i don't think you know going to you know being there during mardi gras you know trying to take somebody down to a lot of those neighborhoods uh, you know especially bourbon street you know is that a good place for a good family environment or a place you'd necessarily want to take kids no it's not but um there's plenty of other places even during mardi gras where you could take kids around new orleans and they would have a wonderful time so it you know it's not disneyland <laughs> which is why we're going no that's cool that's a that's a great place i don't i've taken cameron and kylie to la twice yeah um i know their mom's taken them to a bunch of places but i'm not i'm not big on the whole like i mean we've gone to disney world you know when i was still married went to disney world but for a wedding and a couple of other times and i'm fine with that but i know you hate it but whatever it's but i don't like if i'm going to go to a city i don't want to do the f- full-on touristy track you usually know. you don't. Usually, yeah, like I said, usually you don't. But I think when you get into New Orleans, uh, you it's it's worth it. Like like I was talking about the ghost tour thing. These these ghost tours, um, a lot of times they will 
they start these things so that you, when you start the, you know, it's a walking, you're walking around the French Quarter, and when you start it, it's uh, it's daylight. So they'll start it late in the afternoon, uh, one of those kind of things, towards dusk. And as you're walking around, it's getting darker and darker as you go. And so the stories are starting to become, you know, a little more interesting. And if you have somebody that's a good presenter, and we've we've had good luck there as far as the people that are that are telling the stories about the various places in New Orleans. And a lot of these stories you've kind of heard. Some of the stories you've heard the story about Marie Laveau, and you've heard the story about uh, the uh, woman that was putting people, dead people, under the floorboards of her house. Uh, that house is a house that was owned by, um, uh, by Nick Cage. Um, and so, you know, she, you know, you walk around the corner, and there's this house, and they say, this is the house that's formerly owned by Nicolas Cage. It was featured on uh, the, this TV show and that TV show and blah, blah, blah. And they start, you know, and so it's pretty believable as you're, as you're there. It's, 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 it's good stuff. And then as, as the night uh, settles in and it becomes dark and you walk around the corner for the first time of the backside of the cathedral, the Catholic cathedral, where there's a big Jesus statue, and you see the, 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 the shadow of this Jesus thing on the back of the church for the first time, uh, typically that's that's how a lot of people will see it as they come around the corner with one of these tours. It's like, whoa, it's, it's pretty freaky. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's a lot going on there. And uh, I would say if you get to New Orleans, definitely, absolutely do the tours, at least a few of them. I would say do the cemetery tours, uh, do the, the ghost tours, the swamp tour. Uh, you know, I mean, I, it's cool to see, but, um, you know, if you've you know, floated around and seen an alligator once, it's, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's all I want to see once, and I don't want to be anywhere near it. And yeah. I, don't know. I mean, yeah. I have been running recently, but uh, yeah. I, I don't. I think you don't run away. You have to zigzag with an alligator, right? Is <laughs> yeah. that how that works? They've got short feet, so yeah. So you gotta, you know, and uh, you know. So uh, it's also true that you have to zigzag if you're trying to get away from Megan. The <laughs> What is it, Megan? The, the and and Slushy. I don't know their names. I just I tried to do a callback and I failed. Megan the Stallion. That's right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.